sunshine peering through the fog was a phrase that I came up with one day whenever I was driving into work. Let me introduce myself. My name is John McGovern. I've owned my own lawn and landscape business. I still broadcast on the radio and a paramedic and recently diagnosed with PTSD, anxiety, and depression. And I didn't see it coming. But sometimes the people afflicted with PTSD are the last individuals to look in the mirror. I know I didn't. It was hard to admit I was broken. My emotions, every emotion in one minute. I was a mess. I knew I needed help, but I thought, what would others think of me? Until the day I looked at my family and I could see in their eyes that I was not me anymore. So I reached out for help. So with this episode of Sunshine Peering Through the Fog, I like to take out my phone, the recorder part on it, and talk. And I find that that is the best thing for me to collect my thoughts with, to move forward with. I don't have all the answers. I'm going to therapy. I'm figuring out my next step. But why not... Listen to people that are honestly moving in the right direction, taking their next step, and maybe following somewhat of their lead. Because your life, you're living and leading. But sometimes we need to hear from others. And this episode is about, you can't take my thoughts or memories away from me. So yesterday at therapy, I was talking to, I want to get it right, my psychometrist. Now, what Brad does, besides being an awesome individual that has his own demons in the closet when it comes to his health, so he really knows what others are going through. Because we all suffer. All of my therapists within that office suffer from something. One of my psychotherapists is legally blind. My other psychotherapist that I do EMDR with, he suffers from kidney disease and is on the transplant list. So they really understand whenever you say you're having a bad day. They understand it. I connect with them because of that and also because they're awesome individuals. But it's hard. I remember the day that I left Guelph, the community paramedic office, early June 2020, before COVID-19 was rampant around the world. The pandemic shut the world down. And I remember looking around the office, thinking to myself, is this the last time I'm going to be here? I was at a loss for words. It was the morning time. I think it was 10 o'clock. And dropping off um, 
the computer and such because I was a community paramedic the week before. But I was getting ready to go home. And home meaning the love of my life, two awesome redheads, and my white fluffy stress puppy. But as I mentioned, I was looking around the room thinking to myself, if I never make it back to this room, what will I miss? I remember going into that room as a primary care paramedic um, that worked at various bases throughout Wellington County, has seen numerous car accidents, numerous self-inflicted gunshot wounds, um, numerous traumatic situations in the Mennonite population, deaths, dying, palliative, babies being born, babies dying. But one thing that I thought about that room was it was my safe space away from the traumatic situations that I've seen, done, dealt with. Jim and Paul were looking after the community paramedic program whenever I applied and was picked to become a next helper in our community with a different role and a different task on days provided. We had lots of fun. Jim and Paul were great leaders. We all can have fun, but whenever it came to push comes to shove and doing our job and doing it well, we did it. We understood our roles. We respected each other. Then Paul, our one, our one leader, went to become a commander within our service. Jim stayed on. They, the service, was looking for another leader. I applied for it. Not getting into the details of the interview and such like that, but I wasn't chosen. Two people were, Brad and Emily. Two amazing people just like Jim and just like Paul. Both of them. Stepped right in, you know, learned from the, the older generation, the ones that have been there for a while. But you know what? One thing that they never did was held their position over me. Because I can't talk for others, but I can certainly talk about myself. I remember more great times, more laughs, more, you know, just those moments of Brad would say, hey, John, let's go out for lunch. So we went out for lunch. Those are those special moments within your career that you think to yourself, I've worked for, worked for Brad in the community paramedic office. We have worked together on the trucks, and it's always been positive. It's always been lots of laughs. It's always been Brad looking at me whenever I sit there 
and just randomly say bumblebee tuna and a clean pair of shorts. Those are the friendships that one would and should cherish within their place of employment. No matter what the outcome is, no matter who rises to the top, embrace those moments with the individuals you knew from the past, now present, because that helped me transition from my last day in that office. I don't know what the future holds when it comes to paramedicine. I know that my office, my therapists, know that going back to being a paramedic would be a self-destructive decision. And I believe that as well. I believe the tank was so overfull and tried and tried to expel itself with numerous therapists, generalized therapy, that it ingrained or it imprinted itself in my mind, in my body, to the point that I broke. I broke. I was like that balloon that you fill up so fill, so full, full of water until that balloon and the water trapped in the balloon found a weakened flaw and it exploded. I'm still drying up the puddle around me. It hasn't evaporated. It hasn't absorbed into the materials around me. It's still there. And I see it and I feel it. Especially with the water that exploded from that flawed balloon that reached my skin. I fight every night to go to sleep. I fight every night to go back to bed. I fight every day the demons that are lurking behind me. Behind me means in my mind. The demons also is my anxiety, then my depression. PTSD is one thing that it's a disorder or injury, as they say now. But you should never let it define yourself. If you have the right help and the right people to look after you, <clears throat> you should never feel embarrassed by saying, I was diagnosed with PTSD, anxiety, and depression, but I'm getting help. And my mind is getting better. My mind is starting to absorb that water, make sense of why that water exploded on me from that flawed balloon. The flawed balloon was me. I'm not perfect. I'm flawed. And that's okay. Because if you weren't flawed, you 
are not accepting who you truly are. So as I reflect back on shutting the door in Guelph for the Community Paramedic Program at 355 Elmira North in Guelph, I take away one thing that if I never go back, I will always have those moments, those detailed conversations, coming up with a plan, an action plan for individuals that I don't know, but I was so willing to help them. So willing to go above and beyond for some because they didn't have anyone in their life. Unless it was their dog. Unless it was their family that never called. But the person's mind was in such a sense of dementia. That person thought that their family called them every day. To the people with less mobility. Where you got, where you were able to refer. And they were able to get many different devices to help them ambulate once again. To make sure that they got internal help. A rapid response nurse. Community paramedic. A call. A basic phone call just to see how they're doing. Isn't that where basic Medicaid or uh, medical response begins with? It's the dialogue. And I'm not tooting my own horn, but I truly believe that I was a great communicator for the people that I met on the road within the ambulance when I walked to work in my uniform being proud to wear it until the end and being a very dedicated and loyal community paramedic no one can ever take that away from me and remember no one can ever take the goodness you possess away from you. So if you're going through the bowels of hell right now, reliving, rehashing, floatbacks, flashbacks, triggers, whatever you want to call them, back to many traumatic situations, and it doesn't have to be working on the front line, it could be at home. It could be your childhood. It could be so many different things. Just know that there is the flawed person in you, but that is just a small part of the awesome person that is within you as well. We go through life forgetting that. We go through life always pulling out the negatives. But do we really take those negatives and make them into a positive? Scientists and research say that 73% of us will focus and harvest the negatives 
or the rest, they'll go back and forth, negative, positive, positive, negative. But usually, the negatives wear out. It's about being optimistic, saying to myself, hey, I'm John McGovern. I've acquired post-traumatic stress disorder from a career where I put my 110% self into. It's taken 85% out of that 110% out of me, leaving me with an empty shell. But you know what? That equation is becoming less and less. I am becoming a person to evolve into the new tomorrow. I don't know what the new tomorrow is, but I know I'm working hard on mindfulness at looking that at that orange-red leaf right now and going, that is the most beautiful thing outside that I see. I look out at my dock and go, that was a lot of water last night. That was a lot of rain that came down. The water in the river right now is brown, but it's beautiful. I look at that last flower that is showing its beautiful colors, and I think, thank you for sharing yourself with me. I look at my gardens going, I really need to thin this out, but where can I put the thinned out part? So there's another element to my backyard oasis that has color that didn't have before. Some people may look at plants as weeds or as <clears throat> a nuisance, but they all have their place. Because in this world, we all have a place. And sometimes that place we have to share with others and other things. So if the door swings shut and you never enter that door again, pull out the positives of the people, of the desk you worked at, at that keyboard where the shift key always stuck. Remember that. Take those negatives. Make it into a positive. Embrace the people that you grounded with, that you were your true self too and reconnect, only then you'll be able to go, that door is blue. I used my fob to get into that door. My fob does not work anymore. But nobody can take those memories away from me. Thanks for joining me for another edition of Sunshine Peering Through the Fog. My name, once again, John McGovern. And, you know, you can tell your friends about the podcast and you can reach out to me.
All you have to do is go to sunshinepeeringthroughthefog at gmail.com. Send your questions to me. I'll bring them up in session with my therapists. And we'll come up with a solution for you. Life is hard. Life is difficult. Whenever you have those awesome opportunities to make the bewilderment of life a little bit better, reach out. We're all in it together. Again, my name is John McGovern. Thank you for listening to another edition of Sunshine Peering Through the Fog. And my email, sunshinepeeringthroughthefog at gmail.com. Have an awesome day.